What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Coming to you from the basement studio at Eat More Barbecue World headquarters, this is episode number 245 of Canada's Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I thank you for tuning in, downloading, and listening. However you're making it happen, friends, I do appreciate it. A couple of years ago now, I made the drive out to Gem, Alberta, to visit with Lauren and his family at Gemstone Grass-Fed Beef. At that time, they were making plans to open up a butcher shop at the not-yet-opened new Calgary Farmer's Market location in northwest Calgary. Well, the new market and the butcher shop opened up last summer, and I recently had the opportunity to, to sit down with Andy Sedlak. Andy is a butcher and chef and manages the gemstone shop and kitchen at the market. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Motley Q. Not only does Motley Q offer a great lineup of award-winning rubs and sauces, they also teach some of the best barbecue classes going. Visit motleyq.ca and click on the Classes tab to see the full schedule. There are a number of full-day classes to choose from, like King of the Grill, a great class for beginners, and Big Game Prep, great for tailgating or hockey playoff parties. In addition to the full-day classes, there's a selection of micro-classes coming up, including brisket, steak, ribs, and more. I had the pleasure of taking a class with Big Joe and Jess a couple years back, and it was a very entertaining experience with tons of great food and loads of knowledge. Again, the website is motleyq.ca. That's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E ca Click on the Classes tab to find the schedule of classes coming up in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. Back in late 2020, I had the pleasure of uh, heading out to Gem, Alberta, to visit with Lauren and his family at uh, Gemstone Grass-Fed Beef, where I learned about their grass-fed and finished beef program and regenerative farming practices. And uh, please uh, check that out, episode 180. It was really good uh, learning experience for me to hear what they're doing there with their program. And then last year, Gemstone opened up here at the Calgary Farmer's Market, a butcher shop, and uh, subsequently a, a fresh kitchen, a restaurant uh, set up there. And then today I'm sitting down with the manager and butcher at Gemstone at the Farmer's Market, Andy Sedlak. Andy, welcome to Canada's Barbecue Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate you being here. A uh, question I ask everybody right off the uh, right off the top is, what does barbecue mean to you? Uh, it's kind of a, more of a form of peace. Uh, it started off for me, you know, barbecuing for my family for meals, and uh, that was that was my initial get-in. It was chicken breast or turkey breast or a steak, and uh, you know, it was a way to yeah share with family as well. Awesome, man. Awesome. A uh, little background on you from Ontario originally. Grew up in yeah, Ontario. Yeah, so born and raised there. I lived there for uh, 20 some years. Uh, small town Ontario, a little place yeah. called Exeter, and. Uh, yeah, that's where that's where everything kind of kicked off. Awesome, and you were just saying uh, a recent guest of mine, Derek Raider from Reed's yeah, Barbecue, Derek. a high school buddy of yours. Yeah, so. oddly enough, yeah, him and I went to high school together, and we actually reconnected after this connection that we've now made later in life. Which is, uh, yeah, it's always nice to see other people from yeah. that area doing well. Awesome, that's uh, it's cool, uh, fun to see those connections. Uh, I was doing a little research on you. I looked on your li- your LinkedIn. You had a, an interesting story there, kind of how how you got into the butchery it kind of came by it through family right yeah so my father and uh uncle cousins uh yeah a lot of hunters uh 
going through yeah there's uh shotgun season yep. for deer hunting and also other fowl seasons as well so yeah in my garage we definitely had some deer hanging and uh definitely learned how to skin and and a few other things there and that was that was the initial beginning of it to be honest yeah. with you yeah, yeah. Uh, do you still do any hunting yourself? Or? I don't actually hunt myself, yep. but I do go back, oh, once a year to, you know, clean some deer for the family. Nice and, uh, yeah. And then the cooking side of things, uh, does that kind of come through the family as well? Or? Uh, not as much. Uh, more so that happened later in life. Okay. Butchery was where the roots of my career started. Yep. And uh, luckily uh, made it out to Vancouver and lived there for oh, almost a decade. But uh, I got into a butcher shop there that uh, was ran by uh, a couple chefs that wanted a butcher who would cut the way that they wanted so right. uh, that's where I learned a lot of my waste management practices um, to understand what full animal was as much as where it can go you know pâtés, riettes, all sorts of fun um, you know more not necessarily practical cooking techniques, yep. but things that are, you know, can bring things to the next level. So, yeah, yeah for sure. And, yeah, using as much of the animal as, uh, Organs, as possible, right? bones, broth. That's where I learned the, uh, the roots of broth and how to make it and season it. And, uh, yeah. Seems to be very much in line with the gemstone uh, philosophy, right? Yeah, yeah. So we connected, oh, it's been a while now. But, yep. uh, yeah, we put a lot of thought, effort into this. We're focused on grass-fed and finished beef, mm -hmm. and we are doing whole animal procedures uh yeah bringing everything in and now that we've got the kitchen open as well it allows us to really bring each animal to its fullest uh potential you yeah. know um yeah awesome well we'll get into that a little deeper here but i want to talk about your uh prior prior to coming out to calgary uh you've done some wild public speaking as well and uh yeah 2016 yeah. i was uh, i flew across canada talking about uh um, like meat marketing, the, the butcher world as it is now, how to have a showcase work. And, you know, a cooking component is such a crucial part of that. And that's where a lot of barbecue, curing, smoking, all of those things come into that finished product because it's really difficult to have a showcase displaying meat because you have like a day, two days for some pieces unless mm. they are vac sealed. So that old go to the butcher shop, see a lot of it has turned into a lot of uh, plastic wrap and vac sealing just because the financial scenario has, as we all know, gotten right. substantially further. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So where do you see uh, the the craft, the butchery craft uh, now, and where do you see it going? Well, it's, it's certainly coming back, and, like, the, the full animal technique uh, really allows you, if you know how to pro process each muscle and have not only a fresh component, a frozen component, and a cooked component, for each muscle that's in your case mm -hmm. that's a good way to make sure that you're always maintaining profits now that's where the cooking skills come in too right you can't i don't think the modern day butcher can just be a butcher i think there's uh, a, a lot of cooking aspects mm -hmm. and you know smoking again yeah. too like that's as yeah that's a huge part so yeah, yeah i mentioned my daughter's uh went through the butchery program at sate uh, a year or two ago and she's out in pei and her main role there is in the charcuterie and doing sausage yeah, and yeah. that sort of thing. So the smoking and uh, a lot and, of that comes in there. Right? And that's, that's such a huge part, and that's where you can get very creative. I mean, mm -hmm. it takes a long time and a lot of education to understand the depths of the science that it, you know, the, the curing, the, the fermentations, the uh, having the space to brine. And mm -hmm. then uh, you also have to be very um, 
on with your cooking times and, and understand what each muscle does uh, and how it will react. So it, it definitely takes a while to build it up, but once you've got it, it it's quite a bit of fun. Yeah, her, uh, her kind of final project at Satan, I don't know all the details, but uh, she did a little research into using more natural ingredients for curing yeah, yeah. as opposed to the chemicals that Absolutely. are used. So she, uh, you know, it's definitely a point, a place of interest for her is kind of more yeah. natural type stuff. So. And that's definitely a, a place I see the, the world going as well is, uh, you know, uh, we actually do a nitrate and sugar-free line of bacon here mm-hmm. at Gemstone. And that is triggered by that because, yeah. you know, the, the sugar line and less salts, you know, the, there's so many different diets these days. Right. And, uh, and finding what your customers want is so important in that mm-hmm. avenue, especially yeah. as a butcher, because... You know, there are 9,000 different diets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not <laughs> no uh, it's not just one one person eats everything. And, yeah. you know, you, you got to really take the time to get to know your customers as well. And yep. uh, that's actually what's become the most fun part is connecting. Because you actually shop at the butcher shop. Yep. And, yep. and we were able to connect earlier on uh, when we opened up then. But yep. that's a huge part of what I try to teach butchers anyone who comes under my uh my wing i want to make sure that they realize what we're selling is an experience too Mm -hmm. it's not just the meat like people are driving to a place that costs way more money than it ever did the meat prices are higher than they ever were they want to come to a place where they know they're getting what they want Mm -hmm. and also you know having a good time doing it you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity that can go to some of the old school butchers where, you know, they don't necessarily want to do that next step for you. And right. I think the future is very much, you know, being excited to get people what they want more so than I want to just do this and sell this. Right. Yep. Um, let's kind of jump back to your time in Vancouver. Uh, sure. Was it Big Lou's you said was the yeah, place you were working that was, out there? Yeah, that was where I like really got my my big break, I guess you could say. Yep. It was a, a part sandwich shop, part butcher shop, and all open glass windows on the bus stop. So I'd be in the window cutting meat and people would get off the bus, see that, and then they could come in and get, uh, oh, porchetta, pastrami. We did our own um, club as well. So everything was smoked in-house. It was uh, it was a very cool shop and, and where I really got to learn a lot of the barbecue techniques yeah. and also curing seasoning you know um, sauces all those things I got to learn in that uh, that little space down uh, yeah in the downtown east side of Vancouver awesome is that still there it, no it no, is not no, okay. it's kind of uh, an odd story that I don't want to okay. get into too no much worries. but no it closed due to um, an unfortunate very odd scenario okay so. no worries at all <laughs> we'll move through that one yeah. but uh, uh, and then furthermore I went uh from there, that, then I started uh, cooking and, and embracing more of the, the, the cooking component yeah. of being a butcher and uh, helped open some restaurants there, did a little bit of consulting, was in Toronto for a little bit, worked with a, uh, a poultry factory there. Nice. Um, and yeah. Awesome. So yeah, you, it's kind of taken you on uh, some travels, and uh, yeah, I actually was in a slaughterhouse in in, in Redstone, BC, as well. Okay. So that's about eight hours north of Vancouver, in oh, so, the yeah. middle of nowhere between middle, yeah. uh, Williams Lake and Bella Coola, and yeah. definitely had some interesting experiences sure. in that world. But sure. I I thought that if I was going to be a butcher, I had to also understand what that procedure was, mm-hmm. and yeah, it definitely uh, plays to the 
the waste management program that I build with any of the companies I've worked for, because actually doing that work is substantially different than just eating good food. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it definitely changed my life and was a huge part of my career to understand those procedures. Awesome. And you were saying your your mentor in Vancouver has a, a barbecue restaurant. Up yeah. There, so. Yeah. Carl Gregg. He's got uh, Rosie's Barbecue. It's a seasonal thing. Just uh, basically made a September. Okay. He, he also does a, a deep fried turkey thing in October. Sure. And uh, yeah, no, him and I have stayed connected through everything. He awesome. actually got me another job when I was catering for athletes, which was quite an interesting endeavor as well yeah you got to do some was it the women's national soccer team yeah yeah as well yeah so that was that was a super fun also interesting way to also further develop you know that the cleaner eating yeah you know because they all have uh you know dietary restrictions and a lot more of that focus of how to build muscle and and you know that's a part of again what we're doing here too is with nutrient density is the next big thing i think with meat Mm -hmm. um and making sure that animals are being raised to eat what they're supposed to eat, allowing them to be their healthiest self, which then, if we are consuming, will also allow for our health to uh, benefit from that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the uh, the move to Calgary. Uh, how did you get hooked up with Lauren and the Gemstone crew? And uh... So, yeah, I have a very good friend who I met with when I had a consulting company for a little while. So I was helping various ranches across Canada just on small contracts to kind of, you know, express how to open butcher shop doors. Okay. Uh, her name is Kim Cornish. She runs a pl- thing called Food Water Wellness, amongst other things. Yep. Um, so she is a dear friend of mine. Okay. And... I was looking for a change, and she knew the brothers were looking for um, looking for someone with my okay. skills. Yep. And it took a bit. There was a few things going on in Vancouver in my life that just weren't going the way I would like. And sure. after a decade, I thought, you know yeah. what? This has got the regenerative aspects of food that I would like to support mm-hmm. and also help grow with my expertise as butcher and chef. Yep. And... You know, it took uh, about a month of just kind of talking with uh, Barry Lauren, and then, uh, you know, they flew me out here, and we we met up, and they showed me this new market, and and this market that is open is so fantastic. Like, the amount of um, of vendors that are so wonderful, the community here is so embracing, like, it's it's really just a a talented pool of of wonderful people, so Mm -hmm. I feel very privileged to not only be a part of gemstone but also the calgary farmers market here in the northwest yeah uh it's brand new so it's super exciting to be not only opening a butcher shop and restaurant or small kitchen that i've designed but also this brand new beast of food for for calgary and and I just, yeah, I couldn't be more proud of how all of it is going. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I've said before, it's uh, I live up in this end of the city, so yeah. I, I'm excited to have it here and uh, being able to come down here and get some great food, some great lunch, and pick up some groceries for the week and everything else. So Yeah, and, and great people, too. Like, yeah. I, I mean, trying to get that energy going. You know, it's hard no matter what, when you open something new. I've, been a, I've opened a big grocery store. I've opened butcher shops, uh, restaurants, you know, big restaurants, and... Uh, it's all different, but uh, opening things, there's a lot of ups, downs, there's intensity, but, uh, you know, it's about the people that you're doing it with, and, and you know, there's so much, like, camaraderie, friendship, and, and support, you yep. know, so it's, uh, 
it's a really nice place to be. Yeah, and I've seen some uh, doing some collaborations with the pizza place. You're yeah, we got the, the brisket on their pizza. You yeah. know, we smoked that together, and yeah, Scott's fantastic over there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, Troubled Monk, we team up with them with some sausages and a few things. And awesome. we, you know, we want to continue growing that. That's something that I think everyone in the market really wants to put forth and just showcase. You know, what a cool food thing we've got going on over here. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we're sitting here in the kitchen. We'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But let's talk about the the butcher shop down the uh, yeah down at the other end of the hall. Um, great setup. You got the display cases, the freezers, fr- refrigerated. Yeah, and I really like the the window into the back where people can actually look and see what. So that's a huge component. Are doing, right? And uh, you know, uh, Lauren had that idea already before even meeting me. But like that's mm-hmm. something that I was gravitating towards because. Uh, again, going back to my time at Big Lou's there in Vancouver, you know, in the window every day, you know, I had people knocking on the window, waving at me, being yep. like, hey. Also, I'd go into a, a bar or go and have dinner and somebody like, hey, you're that butcher guy in yep. the window. I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? Yep. Or, you know, it was just it's about being open i think a lot of people have a little bit of fear about what's going on with their food and Mm -hmm. you know every kitchen is open concept here our butcher shop is yeah you're seeing what's going on and that might not be everyone's cup of tea but at least you know what we're doing and and you know there's a lot of kids that come up to that window and are getting an experience to see what food is you know especially when in the meat industry it's not just you know, like there's a lot that goes into it, not only the work, but there's, you know, a life that's being taken to allow us to consume food. Yep. And I don't think we should shy away from that. People need to understand that to respect that, you know, waste is my biggest problem and issue that mm-hmm. I, I see in this this world. And, yep. and when you're seeing those things, it, it does trigger your mind to think maybe I shouldn't, you know, just eat this and throw it out or like leftovers are a good thing, yep. you know, like, yeah, uh, the, yeah so. Awesome. Um, talk about some of the products. Uh, you know, you got obviously beef. Uh, yeah, beef, beef centered. So that, that's the really exciting thing. The the last place I worked at in Vancouver uh, was a whole animal butcher shop in the middle of a market. It was called Green's Market. Okay. Um, it was a fantastic place. I spent four years working there, and uh, we were doing pork, lamb, chicken, duck, turkey. You know, uh, fish of all sorts, and we had. Uh, you know, a nice little kitchen in there too. And a dear friend of mine, Brendan Fraser, was also a huge part of that. And uh, the two of us kind of were building this with multiple um, multiple animals. And yeah. to have the opportunity to just do it with beef was super exciting for me in a oh. career form because all the things that you can do with pork, with with you can do if you have enough fat content. Mm-hmm. And the the beef that we have has enough for us to play with it a lot of the grass finished beef that comes out the problem is is that there isn't enough fat coverage or um you know it's very difficult to cook and luckily lauren barry and daniel and their whole family have put so much research into developing this product that it allows someone like me to come in and you know we have a few different types of pate you know we have a couple different kinds of bacon we're making bites and they don't they're not just dry we have the fat that then can allow for the the flavor and the normal textures that people are used to or accustomed to and uh and other avenues of butchery to do yeah. it. So it was a very inspiring thing to be nutrient dense, to also be an environmentally conscious um, way of raising beef, yep. and then to also get to kind of open the doors. So it's been very exciting to have that, but really without the kitchen, it doesn't go to the next level. I mean, there's yeah. so many muscles of beef and I take as much pride in cutting them and making them look beautiful as I do in this kitchen, which yep. has really allowed for us to uh, expand a product line and get very creative. So. 
Um, we have jerkies. We have uh, to-go meals. That's a big line that we're doing now. Yep. So we've got uh, like a, a pulled beef shank pie. So it's shredded beef shanks. Nice gravy overnight mashed potatoes carrots you know celery onions all that fun stuff do a braised short rib mac and cheese do an italian fennel lasagna um also a few different varieties of broth but uh yeah so the butcher shop for me is not just cutting meat anymore it's about having those things too uh and we're going to be introducing a salami line down the right uh, down the road here as well as many other things excellent oh that's awesome love to hear that uh the variety is great. And, uh, yeah, and that's that's a big part of it, too, mm-hmm. because if people turn the corner and see something, uh, the more the more you have these days, yep. it, and it has to taste good, too. So, yeah. I mean, uh, but the more you have, the more uh, attention you'll catch. Because when we first opened, as you'll know, you came in, there wasn't much in, on the walls. Sure. And now, every week, we've got three or four new products. Yep. And, uh, you know, I've got a wonderful team of people here that I'm working with that are super supportive, very talented, very positive, and we've got got a very um, fun thing going on yeah after the break andy and i talk more about the butcher shop at the calgary farmers market as well as some of the great items to be had at the gemstone kitchen at the market i'm very excited to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast nick has appeared on the show a couple of times and i was honored to be invited to come judge the amateur competition they hosted last year welcome to edmonton smokers and barbecue supply edmonton smokers and barbecue supply is your locally owned and operated barbecue headquarters located in leduc edmonton smokers and barbecue supply is your source for all the top brands and smokers rubs and sauces smoker and barbecue accessories charcoal pellets and much more those barbecue classes from motley q i mentioned at the beginning of the show they host them at edmonton smokers and barbecue supply and don't forget that edmonton smokers and barbecue supply is the home of roker grills manufacturer of offset stick burners fire pits roker ultimate drum smokers and custom work if you can imagine it the talented crew at roker grills can build it shop online at edmontonsmokers.ca or visit the store at number 102 7609 sparrow drive in leduc alberta be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. That's edmontonsmokers.ca to chop online and also check out their current specials and visit them in person at 102 7609 Sparrow Drive in Leduc. Uh, with the meat, uh, you do have some of the, I guess, maybe no, more less traditional cuts. Absolutely, uh, yeah. So the, the organ meat, I notice, is a big thing there. Yeah, we have I the mean, ancestral blend, which has yes. uh, got a balance. It's about, we do 10% and 30, and I'm surprised at how much 30% we sell. So I've been, that, that's it, what we've been buying. Yeah, it's, it's got 30, tongue, yeah. liver, spleen, kidney, heart, yep. all in the ratio, either 10 or 30 towards ground beef. And yep. just providing that extra nutrient to yep. the diet in a way that isn't so dominating because... Uh, you know, especially beef liver, it's substantially more intense than chicken livers, pork livers, or any of those. So, mm. you know, with a pate and chicken liver, you can have about 30%, but with, uh, you know, the beef one, we're, we're flirting with about 10 with ours, okay. and that's where you still get it. Um, but you can play with those flavors really well, especially yeah. with the, the grass-finished ones. I find it's a nicer product to, yeah. to cook, too. Uh, and then, you know, things, you know, flat iron's my favorite, uh, you know, kind of... St- not secret cut like no. it's on a lot of menus but yep. it's like there's a lot of people who haven't cooked it at home before it's super easy super quick yep. and then the flanks bavettes uh um you know those are fun denver's one we get a lot of questions about yep. and, you know it's a little extra work for us as the butchers to do it but it goes so much further for the people's experience um having all the sinews and silver skins removed of these 
um, not always known about mussels. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah, ma- many, many on display and yep. we don't sell out of them too often, but there's a few things like the hanger, right? There's only two on an animal and they're not yeah. that large. So, yeah. you know, we only get uh, so many a week, sure. but uh, definitely fun to play with. And, you know, you can reserve anything too. call yep. ahead and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got some uh, beef cheeks that I picked up. Yeah. Well, I haven't, they're sitting in the freezer. I haven't done anything with them yet, but uh, the, the weather hasn't been uh, cooperating. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I, uh, I replied to a post on Instagram yesterday. It was some guys in Red Deer. I said, what's on your smoker this week? And I replied, snow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That has been the winter. Yeah, That's been a bit of an adjustment yeah, for me. But, yeah, no uh, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, you, you touched on the team that you've got here. Yeah. Uh, talk about that. Uh, you know. Well, I've been at the shop a few times, and yeah. you're not always there, but the guys that are there are just outstanding. So, Well, from top to bottom, I mean, you know, the ownership has been super supportive of me, and I told them, you know, like, it's not just selling meat. We need to have people who want to sell meat and people who are knowledgeable and also, um, you know, are excited to yeah. be there. And it's not just, you know, it's not just a job. I, I say it uh all the time is more of a lifestyle choice yeah. to do this work and uh, i was lucky to have two dear friends of mine follow me from vancouver oh, nice. here yep. uh, so that made it pretty easy because we'd already kind of known each other and yep. you know we know how to work together and that really that nucleus uh has allowed for us to share with all the newcomers uh from this area that are now part of the team yep. uh it's really helped just kind of perpetuate my vision of what butchery is and and again as i touched on earlier it's not just selling meat it's about an experience you know like being the butcher yeah. you know not not just yes selling meat you yeah. know the, the, there's a difference in saying it even it, right yeah, absolutely yeah that's the difference do you get from this and going to the grocery store yeah where you got a guy that's and taking should the cuts be that are like <laughs> already cut and put him out on the in the display right it's a different that's the difference right yeah so i'm uh, very fortunate and you know that's part of my education i take my time with anyone who comes on board you know a lot of training goes into that and just yeah. like making sure that they're comfortable before putting people out there yeah. and and it's not about um being a salesperson it's it's about giving someone what they're looking for yeah. and that's that's how i've kind of pitched it to everyone is is we're not trying to sell you our beef. We're hoping you want to buy our beef and we're going to give you all the information the best we can. And if we don't know, we'll find out because there's so many different parts of the world with different words for different cuts and and even the weights, you know, is this an ounce? Is this is pounds? Is this kilos? So you have to have all that mathematical component to it where you're like, Oh, 16, you know? Um, but yeah. Awesome. Well, then, uh, the kitchen opened up uh, a little bit after the butcher shop. Yeah, in November. Yeah, November. Okay, yeah. So. so we were waiting on a few things to kind of be finalized for, um, yeah, getting everything set up. Quite yep. a bit of equipment in here, yep. uh, and that's been super exciting. And just was a pinnacle point of my career, to be honest with you, to actually open a kitchen that I designed. Um, yeah, super special. And yep. I mean, we're all beef, so you know, we got sausage rolls, the roast beef. You know, we're playing grass finish, so we got some chimichurri on that. The pulled beef sandwich has a signature spice on it, which we'll eventually be selling yep. on meat in the butcher nice. shop. Yep. Uh, pastrami sandwich, which I saw you posted about. Yes, and yeah. you, mm-hmm. So that took me a long time. And we yep. also have a banh mi on there. So okay. I spent years <laughs> yep. not only making these very sandwiches uh, at different places, but also like researching them and eating yeah. them in different cities. Yeah. So it's been kind of a, a culminating, yeah, uh, it's just like the end of, of a search to showcase something that I've put a lot of time and effort in. Uh, and luckily, this grass-finished beef that, uh, you know, the 
the, the brothers here have uh, have raised uh, really makes it easy because yeah. it's very flavorful it and is. and it's easy to put a few things together to just make a really nice meal yeah. and uh, the smash burgers what we're you know known for the most that's our most popular item on the menu uh we also have uh, sausage of the day and we have a uh, all beef hot dog as well which nice. i'm incredibly proud of as well yep. um and yeah so it's 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 nice it's fun and it's getting busier every weekend yep. and yeah and good crew working here as well and a Absolutely, same concept, different work. We came in. I don't remember the lady's name off yeah. the top of my head now, but she was just outstanding. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, the, the team has grown so much. Yeah. We have a four or five people, uh, a couple new ones now too. Yeah. And as we continue to grow, you know, we're trying to find an attitude and a and mm-hmm. a way that you know, again, people are excited about food. And in butchery, it's it's a very you know, especially with beef, it's a workout. It's hard yeah. and it's it's very <laughs> grueling. And then you know, you come into the kitchen, and kitchen's about you know. You have to be almost perfect all yeah, the time, right? Yeah, like yeah. little mistakes, little new ideas. Like, so they're different, um, different styles of people, but we're all going for the same goal, and it's all yeah. utilizing the same thing. And cross training is a huge part. Like, I don't anyone who's in this kitchen is also down in the butcher shop okay. to help out and learn. Yeah. They don't, I don't put that pressure on right away, but it's like that we're we're, we're building that, yeah. and, and you have to be able to respect both sides of the situation. Awesome. And yeah. Awesome, yeah. It gives, yeah, and then that gives the people that are here, if they've spent time in the butcher shop, they know the product, right? They know the meat. And Absolutely, just gives them that little bit extra when they're talking to the customer, right? So definitely, and yeah. that's yeah, we're trying to go the extra mile. That's what we're trying yeah. to do for sure. What was the other thing I had? The breakfast sandwich. The belt, yeah, yeah, yeah. You that liked was, it? That was great. Yeah, some people because there's an egg salad on egg it salad, rather than a fried was, egg. Yeah, yeah it's but, a little uh, different, but no, that was, it's uh, it's yeah, it's something that that's what I like for yeah. a breakfast. So. Yeah, I put that together, and yeah. actually today we had the most sales of it we've ever had. Oh, nice. So, I mean, oh, awesome. People are liking it. That's Obviously. Nice. <laughs> so what are you using for a smoker here at the... Yeah, so we're sitting right beside it, the yep. Alto Sham right Alto here. Sh- yep. So it's something that I used for the last four years at my last job, okay. and this is just a newer model of it. And, okay. you know, it, the older model, there was a lot more of the, the timing and, you know, all this, but like everything in the world, the technology has made things uh, quite a bit easier. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the sense of, you know, now I can build a recipe book in my computer in the smoker that then will do, oh, wow. you know, yeah. my bacon perfectly. And with beef bacon, you know, the cook time is just as important as the brine time right. and cleaning the muscle up. So there's a few different things, but uh, it has made life quite a bit easier having yeah. something so advanced. Awesome. But uh, yeah. I didn't know they made smokers as well. I know of them as like a warmer, right? Yes, that's uh, that's a big part of it. Yeah, and okay. uh, interesting. I was just so used to my last place. I I would have got the the same model, but this one was advanced, and and I'll be honest, has made life a bit easier. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so what's the uh, the wood fuel for it? Uh, so it depends. Uh, a lot of cherry, a lot of apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a hickory smoked beef that I do. That's okay. got like. A, a, what is it? we got cayenne uh, smoked paprika there's yeah, obviously the hickory smoke and then we've got sage bay leaf a little bit of basil in there okay. uh, salt pepper we brine it for seven days first and then yep. put the rub on um, yeah but a lot of cherry and apple for me okay. uh, because doing lunch meats and you know the pastrami it goes really well with that so um, yeah so I guess what I meant was, is it pellet or oh, sorry, wood yeah, chips? chips. Or? Wood okay. chips. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, this I... is chips. Excuse me. <laughs> no, good answer, though. You got that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's the chips more so than pellets. Okay. I've used pellets. I've used the dusts. I've used yep. at various different places. The one place I worked had a walk-in smoker. And, okay, yeah. And, sure. like, so you're pushing those giant racks in. Yep. And, um, 
Yeah, this is, again, we're, we're not a huge operation. This is our first year of business, so we've we yeah. got enough equipment to get rolling. And uh, this is, yeah, the, the chip style is what I've actually done for the majority of time. Awesome. Awesome. So what, uh, anything else coming down the line that you you can mention? Uh, new products coming? Or? Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're building every day. We're trying to connect with more uh, food places here. We did yeah. a, a really nice collaboration with Pie Junkie. We did a Wellington for Christmas. So that, that, was, yeah. that was great. There might be some other things that we grow with them. Uh, you know, as many people that we can grow with here in the market, we want to keep cross-promoting and doing there. For us, we're, we don't have our salami line out yet, so that's yep. going to be coming up. We are going to expand our uh, our lunch meat line. Okay. You know, the broth line is kind of getting to the end. We've got four or five flavors now on that. And the to-go meals is where we're really going to try and elevate because uh, convenience shopping is a huge part of you know the society and where we're going and the price point now you know because we are owned by the ranch like we know the numbers for the beef and we're Mm -hmm. um we're as honest as we can be in that and it's going to allow for us to be in a very good position building meals like that that are not only nutritious for you or your family but also using you know local meat and and as local vegetables as we can get and yeah. as much stuff that we can get from the the market here too so yeah, um, yeah there, there's still lots to come the yeah. the the to-go meal line is really what we're going to start focusing on here in the next month you know i just did a a few intros to all of them we did like a stroganoff we had a bourguignon we had um yeah the beef shank pie that i yeah. mentioned earlier yeah. mac and cheese those things are going to put us to the next level mm-hmm. uh yeah awesome Awesome. Uh, you you got some stuff here. Maybe yeah. we give that a try and we can chat a little bit Absolutely. what we're, uh, what we're munching yeah, on. I'll so. get that ready. All right. All right. We got a few samples here. So maybe tell, uh, tell us what we're about to try here. Okay. So we've got our bite line up and running. We've got four flavors today. There's the spicy and the original. Okay. Original's got a bit of a caraway hit to it. That's the spicy? The, yes, that's okay. correct. Give that a try here. And that one, it takes a few bites to really get the heat, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of stays with you after a bit. Yeah, it doesn't smack you in the face at all. But No, no. I've got a few more levels that we can go with. I just wanted to see what the clientele mm-hmm. uh, would like first. Yeah. So we got that one there, and then uh, I also do a lao bite, which has got uh, some lime leaf in it. Uh, there's bacon ends, uh, fish sauce, a few other mint. You know, it, 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 it's a whole different experience yeah, uh, that sounds as well. Be, uh, yeah, that yeah. different. And then we've got... Uh, That's nice. Yeah, not a lot of heat on that. No, no. It's more like when you eat the whole stick. Yeah, by the time yeah, you're done the stick, guess, yeah, it yeah. just kind of... Well, I can, yeah, starting to feel it there. Yeah, yeah it stays with, so... And this is the... That's the, the original, original one. Yeah. And again, kind of a caraway. Um, yeah, just kind of nicely balanced. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're not overly dry. No, right? no, and that's the luxury meat, but of the fat that we have mm-hmm. too. Like a lot of the grass finished stuff I had mm-hmm. worked yeah. with before, it, it would always mm-hmm. be very dry to make bites or anything. You don't, you know, that's why you have to add pork fat or you have to add another beef right. fat or other things to it. But uh, feel very fortunate to not have mm-hmm. to worry about that as much. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so after that, I got a, our original jerky there. I was just going to say, that's something I, I've commented on before with the, with the gemstone beef. Okay compared to other grass-fed yes beef that i've had is the the fat content the marbling yeah it's just it's so much greater than anything else i've tried in that grass-fed i was had almost become a little disillusioned with the grass-fed beef as many people I, have been 
before Absolutely. turning the gemstone. <laughs> and me too. And that's a big reason yeah. why I've come here too. Is yeah. you know this is such a unique product and. Yeah. We're actually able to do some long aging as well, which has been very exciting. I sold out of everything I did for Christmas, but we do have some things aging that will be coming up here for that Easter long weekend as well. So the jerky, a little soy I can taste. Yeah, yeah, there, soy. Yeah. There's a bit of pineapple juice in there, some scallions. Not a lot of heat. There is a bit of chilies in there, so yeah. it's not aggressive. But, uh, yeah, pretty classic, yeah. classic style. Very nice, very nice. And then the bacon. Yeah, so this is beef bacon, and uh, I've spent years uh, working with different varieties of beef bacon, different cure times, different uh, smoke times, cook times, uh, and I have this is this is the best I've done, and mm -hmm. I'm super proud of this product. We carry two of them. We do a nitrate sugar free, and then we have a classic one with. Um, yeah, there's a few secret ingredients in there, so I'm not going to divulge sure, yeah. too much, but uh, it's definitely a product I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, that's fantastic. Yeah. And the fat just kind of, almost like a well-smoked brisket, the fat just kind of melts away and... Exactly, exactly. Yep. So, yeah, it's, uh, and it crisps up. you got to be a little bit more careful with beef bacon, much like beef sausage. Yep. Uh, you can overdo it faster, and it's not as forgiving as pork. Awesome, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you for the uh, for the samples. It's, uh, <laughs> it's my pleasure. Awesome. Uh, the question I was meant to ask you earlier, but I... Uh, Away from here, are you doing a whole lot of cooking, smoking at home, anything like that, or every day? Kind of get your. I know. Uh, I, yep. I try to do as much as possible. You know, as much as this is a job. Uh, mm. A few years back, I kind of, you know, it was, the, the industry can beat you up, and uh, I definitely went through my ups and downs in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But you know, the the most joy I get is from doing this, and that's why you know the the fifteen hour days don't really you know take me down as much as they once did, and. And now I still make it a point to cook at home because, yeah. you know, that's the joy as well. And, you know, this lifestyle isn't for everyone. Yeah. But, uh, no, I would I almost every night, you know, I, I love going out too, don't get me wrong. Yep. And I've yep. been able to taste some, some great places here. And I need to explore the city more to really um, just see what's all out here. But so far, so far, so good. Very, uh, yeah, very food-focused city. And, mm. uh, and a lot of just great people doing really good work. So yeah. Awesome. You get a chance to do much smoking or barbecue type stuff at home, or no, 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 no. I uh, I have some friends, so I'll go over, and they're always looking for the tips and, yep. and all of that. So it's you know it's been interesting to go from you know the condo uh, apartment life of Vancouver, yeah. and then uh, to come here, and everyone's got a smoker. Yeah. So <laughs> now I'm everyone's best friend, being the butcher, right? I'll come <laughs> over with a brisket or tri tip, and yep. then they want. I have one of the other things we'll be introing. I actually have a not a big rub line, but I've got about five different rubs that we'll nice. eventually be selling that awesome. uh, we use already on our dishes yep. so uh, a lot of that goes to the friends places and then I let them do it and kind of teach them how to do it I actually uh, used to teach courses on both smoking cooking nice. as well as butchery so that's something that will actually be coming here in Gemstone probably not for another year or so but yep. we will definitely be getting uh, uh, the course lines up and running at some point here awesome excellent yeah. that's fantastic that's uh, yeah great to great to see everything you guys are doing where can folks uh obviously the physical location here at the yep. calgary farmers market northwest, uh, northwest yeah. location at gemstone beef online uh, or on instagram gemstonegrassfedbeef.com is the website any of your own uh social media that you want yeah, to plug or uh, full name's andrew m sedlak so that's uh what i use for most of them andrew m sedlak uh or sedlak am either of those for instagram facebook all those things uh mm -hmm. 
and yeah, just come on by and actually feel the experience because we're yeah we're very proud of what we're doing and uh, uh, yeah it's it's a very exciting time. We're still young, so there is some things that we're working out. Yeah. But as you come in every time, there'll be more products. Awesome. Last question I ask everybody, and you said you're not able to do a lot of smoking or anything at home, but it's dinner time. What's kind of your uh, your go-to if you're just looking to get throw something together? The go-to. Uh, so I've actually been doing a lot of charcuterie boards of okay. late. Yep. You know, it's been pretty fun to, uh, you know, because that's utilizing all the smoke stuff that I'm doing at work, right? All the taste testing and, and you know, I'm doing new things every day, but it's part of the job more so than at home. But then I bring it home sure. and eat it, including, so we got a smoky line that we're going to be uh, introing here in the next couple months as well. So that's what I've been working on currently. So it's been a, yeah, a lot of, a lot of sausages yep. and, uh, uh, you know, there's great cheeses here, yeah. great vegetables. I mean, it, it, fruit, you name it. There's everything kind of going on. So uh, it's not necessarily the most glamorous thing, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very enjoyable. Yep. Awesome. Well, Andy, uh, thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate your time sticking around late on a Saturday. Uh, no, like I said, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's, I love doing this. It's, that's, that's what I'm doing. Awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. Calgary folks, uh, come check out Gemstone uh, at the Calgary Farmer's Market West. So. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Andy. You. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news, brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. I'm proud to be part of the Barrel Boss Q family, and I highly recommend you give them a look if you're in the market for a charcoal drum smoker. Visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca, B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q.ca. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, and tell them you heard about them on Eat More Barbecue. As you heard during the mid-interview break, Edmonton Smokers and Barbecue Supply has come on board as a new sponsor of the show, and I'm excited to have them. That does mean, however, that Pitt County Barbecue is no longer going to be advertising on the podcast. Sad to see him go, but I want to thank Peter for his support of the show. It has been truly appreciated, appreciated, and you know you always have an open invitation to come on the podcast to chat about what is going on in the Pitt County community. I do have some additional exciting news to share with y'all. I received an email the other day from Carlos from Pod Status, which is a service that tracks podcast rankings. I don't remember signing up to it. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Doesn't matter though, because friends, I am happy to share with you that Eat More Barbecue is ranked as the 113th most popular podcast in the society and culture category in the country of Slovenia. Shout out to all my listeners in Slovenia. Thank you so much. Seriously, though, I do truly appreciate it, each and every one of you who has ever listened to this podcast. And if you're liking what you hear, please take a moment to give us a ranking on your podcast app, and if you can, leave a review. The more reviews and the higher the show is rated, the easier it will be for new listeners in places like Slovenia to find us. I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there's someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also check out albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out a listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta. 
wherever you are, Alberta or elsewhere, maybe Slovenia. Get out to your local barbecue joint and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Keaton Moore Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking.